I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. How are you doing today? Good, hanging in there. How about you? I am doing all right. You know, life's good. Yeah? Nothing to complain about. <laughs> I mean, there's a new countdown that are... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm like, there's plenty of things to complain about, but I won't, because I'm gonna. I'm just going to appreciate life anyway. <laughs> right, right. I will say, only related to the podcast, this new like countdown timer that it has is kind of intense. I was like, all right, strap in. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. I feel like more put on the spot than usual by that. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. Mm-hmm. So there's so much news to cover. Um, and obviously, there's no way we're going to get to all of it. <laughs> um, but do you want to jump into our first topic since we're on a condensed time frame here? Yeah, so today we are going to do <laughs> Today we are going to be discussing um hype. What's all the hype about, you know? <laughs> How many puns? Let's see what we choose for our title because I have a million in my head. <laughs> Honestly, all I can think of like I think because it sounds like hype or, like, you know, the B versus the P. All I can think of is some, like, mansion in L.A. filled with, like, TikTok teenagers. You know what I mean? Like, Hype House or some kind of, like, really fratty. Um... Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they are the people that would have their electricity cut off by the mayor of L.A. But we can cut that because I don't know. That's, like, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was curious um, when they released those rollouts of, like, all the big hit artists like what do you believe in i was like god what is happening now (laughs) and um you know sneaky army found out that big hit had like um secured the name hide um so we pretty much figured out what was going to happen before they actually released Mm -hmm. the official news yeah i was like is this like supposed to be hype or like hive it was a lot of confusion. Um, but yeah. the video, I believe, confirmed that it is, in fact, hive, like a, a beehive. <laughs> At least that's what I gather from the video, but whatever. I'm going to say it either way. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do what we can. I watched their video, too. I, I had opened up all these articles about, like, Big Hit changing their name to Hive, like, what is it, blah, blah, like, and I was like, or I could just go straight to the source and watch their 38-minute, um, like, brand change video, so that's what I did, but I took lots of notes, so I'll try to bring myself in since we have, like, half an hour. 
Well, let's, um, I guess, get to the most pressing question. What's going to happen to Big Hit? Um, There was a lot of talk about that. You know, the last thing we want is that little intro to every music video to change. Um, We were ready to go to war for it. But (laughs) um, they confirmed that Big Hit Entertainment will only be changing to Big Hit Music and will simply be another label now underneath the Hybe brand, I guess. Yeah, it honestly reminds me of the relationship between Google and Alphabet, where, like, Google predated the existence of Alphabet, but because Google had all of these spinoff projects that they wanted to work on, uh, they ended up creating Alphabet as, like, an umbrella company, so to speak, where different things could be broken out from the core brand of Google. So, honestly, just, like, watching their video made me think the same way. Like, big hit label is still a thing. Uh, we'll still get our music and artists for healing intro, which was also like my primary concern. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> but then beyond that, like you can kind of break out more of the um, service offerings, like the education books, the um, like, for example, Big Hit 360 is now I think Hive 360. So any of the like video production, just kind of housing them in a different area, but it's still all the same work. Yeah. So I was going to get into the Hive structure since you brought up um, Hybe 360. So they have Hybe Headquarters and Hybe America, which um, I'm waiting on. Uh, let's get that cracking so that I don't have to pay this ridiculous shipping <laughs> every time I buy something. I oh, anyway. My merch from B is still not here that I ordered like in November. But anyway, we don't have time for this. But yeah. Yeah, it's not going to come for like four months. Yeah. Anyway, so. There's also, uh, or their focus is on labels, solutions, and platforms. So they get into the labels. And the Hive labels are, or will now be big hit music, as we will come to know it. B-Lift Lab, or let me specify. So big hit music, which we all know houses BTS, as well as T by T. And then B-Lift Lab, which houses in hyphen. Um, Source Music, that's G-Friend. Flatus Entertainment, which is 17, KOZ Entertainment, which is newest, and Hybe Labels Japan, which will host the future boy group with, um, I don't know, their, I don't think they have a name yet, or do they have a name? I think I'm they not do one to have. <laughs> so anyway, it, it's uh, the few other members from Island, um, like K and a few, a few others. Um, that I can't think of right now. But anyway, yeah, I totally remember they had a video, and I don't remember if they said what their name was. They probably did. Anyway, there's going to be a Hive Japan, which I think um, will be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. I was curious about that. Um, I'm definitely not the one to ask about other groups. Um, just going to come out and say it. We've talked about it like a million times before. <laughs> But, like, I was trying to place all of the groups that showed up in their video about, like, what do you believe in? But I really have to say this whole video thing was, like, much like a movie. Like, the production of it was nuts, first of all, right? Um, Like, you're on a Zoom call with all the, like, CEOs and executive team members. And then it cuts to, like, different scenarios with N-Hyphen, 17, T-by-T, G-Friend, BTS. um, And, like, they each had their own kind of theme. So 
They put a lot of work into this. They did, yeah. It was a lot. So then they had the Hybe Solutions, and that's, like you mentioned prior, Hybe 360, Hybe IP, Hybe EDU, Superb, which I believe is for gaming, and then Hybe Japan, as well as Hybe T&D Japan, which I don't know what that stands for. It was like a guy dancing. I thought it might be talent and development. Like, mm-hmm. are they doing some kind of recruiting under that subgroup? But then it was like, wouldn't that go under labels? So, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. It's a lot yeah. going on here that um, they didn't go into detail about, but I'm like, okay, um, sounds cool. <laughs> and then they have high platforms as well, which is Weverse. And I was curious about that section because out of all the sections, this is like the least developed one, I guess. Like there's just, just Weverse. So I'm interested to see if they will be creating platforms in the future, different kind of platforms that they will add to the platform section. Yeah, I picked up on that too. I was like, okay, so Weverse is its own category. But then I was <laughs> thinking about it and it really is the area for the most growth. And I think later in this presentation, they talk about how Big Hit now is Hybe is not just an entertainment company, it's an entertainment lifestyle platform company. And I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but uh, later in the pod, we're going to talk about the deal with uh, Universal Music Group. But anyway, um, you know, they're bringing in artists more and more to Weverse. They're trying to do some other things. So I wouldn't be surprised. And Keysway, which was the Kizway, Keysway was the streaming service that they used for Map of the Soul uh, 1 concert, as well as Bang Bang Khan the Live. And I think they're in on that deal. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more in that space, um, specifically with like concert streaming or like live events. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm- moneymaker <laughs> um so next in the video they talked about what do you believe in um you kind of brought it up yeah before. sorry <laughs> but i thought it was very interesting uh like you said yeah very movie trailer like um that it was weird i'm gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna say it. it was weird um i was curious why and hyphen and gfriend didn't say anything um like, they just had no, like, dialogue, whereas, like, what, um, Seventeen had this, like, whole spiel, <laughs> and then, like, T by T's weird, like, pizza thing? Like, what? <laughs> okay, I literally have the pineapple emoji, like, in my notes for this. It was just funny because you have, like, some groups are taking it really seriously, right? But then I think it was so, like, T by T's is, like, I believe in pineapple pizza, but then there was also newest just as, like, a sitcom laugh track and, like, a smiley face emoji. Yeah. And I was what? like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? How do I believe in smiley face? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if they gave them, like, creative <laughs> control. And then they were saying how they solicited feedback from, like, all of their artists in terms of the rebranding. And it kind of made me think back to BT21 when, like, Suga drew a circle and they basically, like, extrapolated it out to be um, Shuki. And so I'm like, okay, we're, like, all of newish just, like, wrote a smiley face or T by T was just like, pizza. And they were like, fine, you want it to be this way? It's going to be this way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't follow newest any kind of way, and I only follow T by T a little bit, but it seems very on brand for them. Like they're very chaotic, um, so I'm like, I don't get it, but also it fits. So <laughs> we'll just roll with the punches. <laughs> um, 
yeah so uh, tay wakes up looking like that every day and i was blown away um because he opens the scene and i'm like uh, like you <laughs> like what like how do you look like this this is nuts <laughs> yeah i can't yeah I'm, i can't go down this rabbit hole <laughs> um we get like nine foot tall jungle maybe even taller than that i don't know this guy's huge and it was giving me the creeps it was good <laughs> like that sounds bad but for, I think I have like something against like really like like giants or something because like the idol video was making me uncomfortable when they were like giant and like looking down on themselves I don't know persona yeah, oh my god persona is <laughs> literally terrifying I was gonna say I thought you like really did not like the giant Namjoon terrifying yeah I think this jungle one was like okay because it, it looks like him, but I think what makes Idol and Persona scary for me is that it's like CGI and it just looks like way too weird. Like it's trying to be like really lifelike, but it's not. So it makes me uncomfortable. Like, oh my god. We I already like talked about the map of the soul one and like that thing scared the crap out of me. So <laughs> I was like a little uncomfortable seeing Jungle being that big, but like <laughs> at least he shrunk back down to normal size. <laughs> I will um redirect you to uh, a topic I know you'll be happier to think about. Uh, the way Hobie was just like chilling on that couch, like he owned the whole place. In my notes, I wrote, "This really is the house that BTS built." <laughs> and he's just at home, just like lounging. And then also in my notes, I wrote, "Google's how to be dog." <laughs> <laughs> I think there was that like shaggy sheep dog type of thing. I think chilling with Jimin, and I was yeah. like, "Thank uh. so you." Oh, uh, and then like Jin walks out of the screen, and like this is <laughs> like, what is this? It's going like <laughs> I can't wrap my head around what's going on right now, but I'm also digging it. Um, I also put in my notes just Yoongi with like a sad face because <laughs> he wasn't in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, and Namjoon was barely in it, because I think all he said, I was, like, so triggered, because I'm so used to my Zoom Korean classes, but he's like, nah, son sing name, and I'm like, what? <laughs> or, like, he's on the phone doing something. Well, I read the, um, after they finally translated the video, I watched it today, and they, he was, like, calling Yoongi, actually, he was, like, calling oh, really? Yeah, he's like, where are you? And then he comes back and sits on the couch, and he's like, he's not going to be able to make it today. And they're like, aw. <laughs> but obviously, it's because of his surgery, so I'm sure he wasn't there for that reason. Circling back to V, he did this, like, finger wag or, like, finger, finger wiggle. Hold on, say that ten times fast. Finger <laughs> wiggle thing, and the camera, like, shakes, and I'm like, yeah. Like, army's exactly. heartstrings right now. The control you have over me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for when we do our, like, member-by-member member episodes, if and when the time comes to do that, because I have a lot of very, like, complicated feelings about Tay. But, yeah. Very whipped for Tay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, um, so I-, I wanted to ask, what do you believe in? <laughs> You're just going to spring this on me like that? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'll say I believe in big hit labels. <laughs> just, How about you? Um, I believe in big hit getting our merch to us on time. 
I will say, I do believe that Big Hit really does focus on the fans, because I noticed when they were talking about, like, what their core business model is, they talked about how fans are connected to, like, the services part, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And how fans are connected to the labels part. And, like, fans were at the core of every single thing. And making the fan experience better and easier was, like, the main takeaway I took from that video. So, um, I do believe in the power of fans, and I think Big Hit now Hybe does too, which actually kind of scares me, because in my notes, I also put, like, when they said, like, entertainment lifestyle brand, I was like, F, get ready for them to sell us even more stuff. So, here's my thing, and I, I, don't, I don't know if we were going to save this towards the end, or we just fit it in here now. <laughs> I am, I am happy for Big Hit as a business. It is exciting to see a small company be able to grow, especially to the level that they have um, and that they're trying new things. I don't want to sound like a company stand, but just like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cool. Great for them, right? Absolutely. What I don't want to happen is you get so caught up in trying to be like this worldwide platform that you essentially lose the essence of what got you to be the platform that you are today. And I'm worried that already we are seeing, like, with some of their, well, one, like, the products taking forever to get to us, two, and then the products coming beat up (laughs) or, like, just soiled like your map of the soil map of the soul album girl i try not to revisit that particular trauma yeah or like your batteries are like melted like just so many things right like if you're going to do it i need you to also focus on the quality of the things not just like pumping out stuff for the sake of making a dollar and also when you are trying to make a dollar like have wider availability like i retweeted this tweet earlier in the week that was like this jacket not being available on Weverse USA is my villain origin story. Like, I feel like, you know, International Army are kind of treated as, like, a secondary, like, money, like, maker, kind of. Um, I was going to use, like, stronger language, but I'm not trying to edit this. Um, (laughs) But just, like, some things aren't available, or it takes forever to get here, or it's not inclusive sizing, like, I really hope when Hive America becomes a thing, they focus on all of these things. Yeah, it's just, like, I can't justify spending um, twice as much on a product in Big Hit USA simply because I want, like, whatever exclusive thing they're going to give me because I got it from, um, I should have said Weaver, not Big Hit USA, but... Uh, yeah. because i got it in weavers then i get like a uh, an exclusive gift that i wouldn't get anywhere else but i can't justify spending all that money in doing so like why is the product twice as much money and then on top of that i also have to pay 15 dollars shipping and then yeah. it doesn't help and if i'm paying 15 dollars i want it here tomorrow not right. five months from now exactly and then it doesn't help getting it from Korea either because it's still just as much when you get the shipping and then the shipping's thirty dollars. Like yeah. <laughs> so I go I go other places to get things unless it's something that is like pretty much exclusive to Weverse, right? Like some kind of merch or whatever. But even then like I'm just getting off of like buying merch. I don't know if I'm just like not interested anymore or the merch isn't just enticing to me. I just seen 
merch and that's like fan made that's just way better and it'll get to me in less time <laughs> and it won't come to me like super damaged I don't know so I, I just want them to like actually focus on their products and like I don't know I feel like they're constantly trying to be like super aesthetically pleasing but like some of the things could be simpler I don't really know how to explain it I just feel like they're doing too much but Mm -hmm. also not doing enough so (laughs) yeah I've definitely like voiced my opinion on this before and I agree with you 120 percent it's crazy because when I think about like even in 2016 2014 2015 when you were getting into them um like it was almost impossible to get their stuff like I think my first album I was into them for probably like a year before I even bought my first album because I at the time I didn't live in a huge coastal city like there wasn't Weverse there wasn't even Big Hit USA shop right like online pre-Weverse so in some ways I do feel like wow we've come so far in a few years but I also think if you're gonna play like the global game the standards are really high and because of you know, for better or for worse, Amazon, you know, I'm sure, like, we're all used to super fast shipping times. Um, So maybe I'm just, like, a spoiled iArmy, but I do think, like, there's a lot of room for improvement there, and I hope they can do it with this reorg. Um, So I also think, to your point, so I want to talk a little bit about their building, too, and I want to leave time for us to talk about um, UMG, so I'll try to keep this short, but I also kind of got the vibe, like, I hope they're not doing too much too fast. Like, they're totally rebranding. They're doing a reorg that could hopefully, like, streamline them. But a lot of it felt like consultant MBA jargon. Like, speaking as an MBA, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, I mean, they didn't say, like, um, the word synergies, but they basically did. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it was just, like, very, um, I don't want to say fluffy, but just a lot of like, this is our philosophy. Um, and I don't know, we'll see how, how much of it is sustained. Um, I worry, like they put the fans at the center of everything, but like, I don't, like it is the house that BTS built. There are other artists there now, and of course they need to diversify. And we've talked about this before too. And I know, like, kind of what they're trying to do, but are you going to have that same level of success and fan focus and fan interaction that support your entire business model and this entire structure, uh, you know, if and when the time comes where BTS is no longer active? And we've talked about this before, too, in some of the quarterly earnings, but I don't want them to, like forget their roots or forget their focus you know what I mean yeah um we don't have to move past it but at the same time like don't try to become like every other player and I'll talk about this more under UMG yeah we talked about this under uh no via text I just want I was happy to see the other artists um in the video I just want big hit to promote they have they have to start giving the other artists more attention because like you said bcs is not going to be here forever and i'm not saying they're going to go away in 
the next month. I'm not saying they're going to disappear in the next few years. I'm not even saying it has to be like in the next 30 years, but at some point, <laughs> BTS is going to reach an age where they cannot dance <laughs> like they did before. They're going to reach an age where they cannot travel like they did before. They're going to reach an age where they probably don't want to do as much as they're doing. Um, or let's just say BTS does this up until they're 99. <laughs> there has to come a point, right? If you're trying to make yourself a well-established business that has like long-lasting impact, there's going to come a point where BTS are not going to be around and you cannot make money off of them. So in the meantime, between time, you need to figure out how to promote your other artists on your label. And I feel like they don't do that as well for the other artists. Um, A lot of money goes into BTS and that's understood because they generate a lot of the money. Um, But like, you gotta focus on like T by T. You you gotta focus on like an hype. I know an hype just came out, but like you you got you have to. And I think they're trying to do that with adding more artists as well to diversify their portfolio. But they have to like seriously focus on these other artists because the chunk of money that BTS makes for Big Hit is insane, and the profit margins for the rest of them. It does not compare. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess in a way, like I'm saying something similar, but like slightly different is like BTS is your main money generator for right now. And I agree with you that needs to change, like from a business perspective. But you also can't forget and try to do all these other technology and education and like whatever fill in the blank things if you're not focusing on your core business by like expanding so quickly so fast like as you previously mentioned the quality may not be like up to snuff and yeah really wanted to talk about I, I guess I can skip the building because it would just be like fawning over how nice it is and like who contributed what and like I will just quickly plug that like if I ever get a hype uh Fritz mug my life will be complete <laughs> I collect mugs and they were showing their like 19th floor coffee shop and I was like oh my goodness well now um, like I see where that library ad came from and I'm like dang Julie you should have applied <laughs> I know oh, I know I know yeah low-key like mugs everywhere like books everywhere <laughs> I literally live in the hive building for real exactly like how many floors of libraries like six floors of just yeah. library and then like fitness center so like, you're just going in there you're working out getting your mind right but you can also chill with like 200 birch trees it's insane i'm yeah. like this building. Nuts. <laughs> although i will say they have those like they're talking about their like expandable bookshelves and like it's like this very modular space and i'm like during covid you're really gonna do an open office oh my god i'm like you're yeah i i thought we would be like transitioning like as a a a like in a global effort away from being in the office but it's like uh no I worked at this startup when I was in grad school and like we literally worked out of a co-working space and I'll just say that like the Hybe office gave me extreme like open floor plan like co-working space the coffee bar the like random couches to chill like you know yeah, I was confused because it said that it's the eighth to 16th floor is office space but also the 8th to 16th floor is also where the libraries and the fitness zones and the other libraries are so I'm like um 
how like where where are they working? They're working out in the gyms. They're working out. I mean, they're they're working in the libraries. They're working in the gyms. Like you're holding while you're trying to make a PowerPoint. Exactly. Like, not getting done. You're holding a business meeting and Namjoon's like lifting in the corner. Like what? I can just tell you, my performance would be like tanking hard. Exactly. Not focused. No all. work done because Jungkook's yeah. leg day. Like. <laughs> Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Um, there was oh yeah, my my university library had those like slideable bookshelf things, and it seems like really great until like any one of them gets stuck, or like oh, you're trying cool. to have a meeting and someone else is like squishing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know about this. Like, it seems great. Like in theory, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Although some of those like offices slash like sliding bookshelf floors were pretty industrial looking, and not in like a cozy way, right? but um yeah we'll see but it's nuts because I feel like I personally probably paid for at least one floor of that (laughs) (laughs) exactly but I was like oh this is where my money went to yeah at least a light bulb or like one of the trees planted yeah no I'll take a tree that sounds great (laughs) put my little plaque at the bottom like she paid too much and we were shipping trees (laughs) no but I do want to talk about UMG and you were talking about uh, getting money from your other artists and like diversification. Um, I don't know about this Universal Music Group deal, and they're gonna make like a global K-pop group and follow uh, the expertise that Big Hit has developed, their system, and kind of like bring K-pop to a global audience. And like, this raises so many questions for me. That could probably be like an hour podcast on its own, but I do think it's weird. Maybe because the K-pop system has gotten so much flack in the West for being, like, a factory system or whatever stupid language you want to use, like, we've talked about before a million times. But, like, Big Hit was never that system. It's not, like, SM or JYP, you know? And they've kind of gone back to that with, like, N-Hyphen. And uh, I think the Japan group they're doing is via Elimination Show as well. Um... It just seems weird to me. Like, not that K-pop can't be global, because it already is, right? You regularly have members in other groups from, like, other primarily Asian countries, right? But it just seemed kind of weird to me. Like, what what's your take? Like, why choose Big Hit for this collab, if you want to do the system approach? Yeah. So, at least first, um, a bit of background info if you don't know what this is or if you've forgotten because I kind of forgot the details. Big Hit and UMG have um, partnered to do a new global K-pop group. I believe they are going to debut in 2022 or that's when they're at least going to start looking for the group. Um, It's going to be a new LA-based label between Big Hit and UMG Geffen Records. Um, it will follow the K-pop system, like you said, and Universal Artists have been and will also be added to Weverse. Um, like you were saying, they're going to be making this global group. So I think that Big Hit does follow the K-pop system, but just not exactly in the way that we stereotypically believe it in. And I think some of that had to do with the fact that Big Hit didn't have the means to follow um, the K-pop model as we know it, as well as some of it they tweak, 
so it's a bit better. Um, but yeah, my first question is just why? Like, <laughs> like why? Why? Why do we need a global K-pop group? Are the K-pop groups that we have now not global? I feel like I feel like they are global. Um, BTS is definitely global. I feel like there are plenty of other groups that are also global at this point. Like, what what's your idea of a global group? Yeah. Are, are you now um, having non-Asians in the group? Like, is it still going to be Korean? Like, what's going to make it Korean? I, I don't know. Is it just a pop group? Is it, like, I yeah, I, I just have so many questions. Yeah. Why, why, why do we need this? And in my notes I wrote, K-pop doesn't have to be Korean or even Asian necessarily, right? Because there have been, you know, idols who are, I can think of, like, one or two who were, I guess, non-Asian. Um, but... And, you know, the songwriting, as we talked about, is, like, a mix of, like, Korean and Western, like, songwriters, etc. I would yeah. argue it's already, like, a super global industry. But I think, like, following the K-pop model, whatever that is, is kind of, like, annoying or weird after the flack that that system has been given in the West. Like, from my mind, from UMG and, like, the Geffen Records side of things, it really just reads as, like, a they want to capitalize on like the mad money that bts and big hit now hype have made right mm -hmm. um so i'm kind of like hardcore side-eyeing but i think i'm gonna be a little skeptical of the western music industry for a good long time so yeah i don't know i'm just thinking like okay are you gonna have a group that's like full of like non-asians and then maybe maybe or maybe you have like one asian in there and yeah and they're then they sing in Korean, so that makes it a K-pop group still. I don't know, like, we, I, we had this whole conversation, like, what makes it K-pop? Right. I, it's like, it would be weird if they just had an entire group of, like, non-Asians, and they're, like, singing in Korean, like. Or if it's non-Asians just singing in English, like, I mean, not that, like, the Korean language is the crux of K-pop, but, like, what makes them different from other pop groups? Which I guess could be good, because we've also been talking about this for a long time, yes. right? Like, pigeonholing people, but, like, it, yeah, it just, it doesn't, like, make sense to me or about what it is that they're trying to do. Yeah. And I also find this whole, like, reality TV thing, which I know they already did with N-Hyphen, and I know it's been done before with, like, um, Produce 101 or whatever, like, I find the focus on reality TV, like, really weird. I mean, especially given that, like, BTS was not set in stone, like, pre-debut. You know what I mean? Like, they were given time to, like, train and grow and kind of write their music and, like, work on their trainee days kind of out of the spotlight. And I, I don't know if that gives you, like, a false sense of being there, like, behind the scenes or you knew them, like, way back when or... But, like, BTS didn't really go through a show, and I think when you're starting to just, like, put people together in an elimination-type show, you're going to get more, like, at least in my opinion, like, what the other systems have. So if Big Hit's really trying to replicate the success they had with BTS, I don't know that a reality TV elimination show is the way to do it. Like, I could be wrong, and I will eat my words later, but it just seems kind of weird. I think at this point they realize that they cannot replicate BTS bts success like i don't i don't even think big hit or bts understand how they <laughs> like got to where they are right now like it, this is like part of it is like chance right i mean yes 
a lot of it is their effort and the music quality and all this other stuff, but, like, some part of that is just, like, pure chance as well. I mean, for sure. So I I don't think they want to replicate that exactly, but I do think they're trying to find ways to promote other groups and probably doing a reality show is one way to get people involved and get people to know about the groups that are coming, like, straight out the gate. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, I agree with you that you're never going to replicate BTS's success, um, but if you want to look, I mean, I have my own ideas, and maybe they are, and maybe they just have different ideas than me about why BTS was successful. You're not going to replicate it, but I think you had, um people who were in dance crews before or underground like rep crews before or you know in school for the performing arts or I mean I guess Jungkook did come from a reality tv show like singing elimination show right um so that argument kind of doesn't hold there um but I guess I feel like the lineup really changed pre-debut, right? Like, people forget, but, like, V was, like, a secret until debut, which I have a lot of opinions about separately, right? But when you're already kind of locked in from your trainee days, like, a lot of that um, serendipitous, um, like, or, like, I, I don't even know the word. I, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, but, like, a lot of these things that could occur, to quote Namjoon, more organically or naturally or building a friendship, like, I think part of what B- makes BTS so strong is their true, like, respect for each other, right? Um, but, like, via an elimination show, like, even think about One Direction, who I know you, like, love so much or loved so much, like, they were just four dudes, like, shoved together after they were on a show, and it kind of imploded, right? So I kind of worry you're turning... <laughs> I don't know how to say this without it being a hot take, so we can definitely cut this, but I think you're slowly moving to more, like... Uh, I don't even know the word I want to use. Like, planned groups, rather than kind of seeing how things play out. Yeah, I'm okay. Well, okay. BTS coming together really isn't organic either. I mean, that's also true. <laughs> I, I like, like, I mean, they were also put together. I yeah. think their their bond worked. Um, I think they were able to come together and become brothers. I think that just did not happen for One Direction for whatever reason. Um, I I think again. BTS got lucky in that sense that they were able to come together as a group with one mind, one goal, like, and they liked each other. <laughs> like, because like, I'm sure there's plenty of groups where they all don't like each other or one person doesn't like some of them or whatever. So I, I think, again, like, BTS's situation is just unique. Um, but I, I see where you're, what you're getting at. It is a little bit more orchestrated now that you're on, like, a TV show. And, yeah. And other groups aren't going to have, like, the same kind of struggle that BTS had, right? So yeah. all these groups to follow are going to have 
some sense of privilege and I'm pretty sure they're well aware of that um I think Big Hit is just kind of riding on like them being in the position that they are now and that people will want to follow because of BTS it's just like a trickle-down effect like I feel like the same thing happened with T by T um, I'm pretty sure there's something going on there within Hypen as well, um, being under, you know, Big Hit, as well as the TV show that they were on, that people tuned in to watch them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. I just have so many questions, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I guess the question it always comes back to is like authenticity um and maybe bts isn't but they kind of had that like authentic underdog vibe which i feel like especially in the west is like we're ingrained and conditioned to love like the underdog story you know what i mean and these new groups are more coming out of a more traditional like i don't know uh like pipeline setting you know so i think it actually could be like it could be good to your point because you have the privilege of like being bts's like younger brother group or younger sister group or whatever right but it could be actually kind of a liability because how are you gonna define your own image and your own vibe as a group like you're constantly gonna be in bts's shadow yeah i'm just wondering how they're gonna make it work yeah i just imagine it's going to be so different (laughs) i don't even know how to verbalize it really but yeah i just don't yeah, I don't know how they're going to do this. <laughs> I hope that, you know, I mean, I'm so happy for Bong PD. I do think, like, Bong PD's a genius. Um, and I really think that the whole company has been very innovative. And I think that they could be ushering in kind of a new era for both K-pop, whatever that means, because we still don't really have it pinned down, but also pop music more generally. Um, but I just hope that they have a contingency plan in place or they're doing some kind of, I don't want to say succession planning, but like, what is next for you? Are you like recession proofing your business? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll be tuning in. I watched in hyphen. I love them. My little babies. So I will tune in to whatever Big is going to be doing over here. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Not saying I'm going to be like a stan, but you know. I'll at least watch and give it a try. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, I think I'll always keep an eye out and kind of see what they're up to. But, like, even now, I was kind of guessing who was who, like, for some of the other groups. Like, and I certainly, like, I would probably stream their songs and stuff. But would I be pre-ordering four copies of their album? Certainly not. And I know there's many other people like me who are primarily here for BTS and BTS only. So, from a company standpoint, like, I don't know. I hope they're making good investments. Yeah, I think they're banking on the multis to carry it. <laughs> or banking on new fans who maybe don't like their other artists as much, but they like these, or they just want to try something new. I don't know. We'll see. It will be interesting. I'll be here for it one way or the other, just keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Well, we gotta wrap it up. We're <laughs> overtime as usual. 
<laughs> what else is new? It was a good <laughs> combo, though. There was so much to cover. Yeah, it was good. It flew by. All right, well, that'll do it for today's episode of Girls With Fun, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls With Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.